0: Hello Lions Country, welcome to Under the Tree Talks with Zane and James. We have an encouraging program lined up just for you. Today we will talk about sports, the Bible, and have some special guest speakers you will not want to miss. Get ready for an exciting show with Zane and James on this week's edition of Under the Tree Talks. Welcome, listeners, to our fifth episode here with Under the Tree Talks with Zane and James. Of course, we have two interviews here today with a couple of great guests, baseball player Nathan Boyce and Dr. Laura Hudgens here in the Mass Communications Department. Zane, share us what will be after those interviews.
1: Well, like we've been doing for the past four weeks, we'll be having a great word of the scripture like we do every week. Have some great uh, interviews ahead of us in this in this episode. Um, just enjoy the... Um, powerful words that these nice people are going to give out to us and let the Lord be with them throughout their careers and through the future. Yes. Amen to that.
0: Thank you to everyone that tunes in each week. We love just sharing the word to y'all. And after this break, we will have our first interview with the Dr. Laura Hudgens.
1: Looking for a new podcast to listen to? Well, check out Basketball and BS with Jarrett Ray and Chris Donsbro. This show is giving you everything NBA on and off the court. So, if you're a basketball fan, go check out Basketball and BS with Jarrett Ray and Chris Donsborough. Find Basketball and BS on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, Lions Country, to Under the Tree Talks with Zayn James. I'm here with Dr. Laura Hutchins. Hey there. Hello, how are you? I'm great, how are you? Pretty good. I'm glad you came on the show for today. Yeah, thanks for having so, me. So of course. So today we're going to talk about just how has God impacted your life? And we got a couple questions on the lineup for today. So to start us out, um what does your dream life look like?
2: Ooh, my dream life. Um I've always wanted to be a mom, so I'm still hoping that happens. Um I mean my dream life is I'm gonna I'm gonna keep teaching, keep reaching people, working with folks, that's always been really important to me. Um, I think just community is a big part of my dream life, just like having people who I can count on and who can count on me.
1: That's so true. I mean, I have goals for myself, and I want to set them from now till then because I'm a sophomore in college, and I want to approach uh, to bigger things in the future. Yeah. What's a good, hard life lesson that you learned throughout your life?
2: Um, I think a, a... big thing that I've learned, especially because I'm, I mean, in the past couple of years, I've had a, a huge transition going from being a student, a PhD student to having, you know, my first big girl job, my first full-time job. Um, I think a, a big life lesson for me is just to, to be flexible, to really know that like, I can't control everything the way I used to really try to try to do. Um, that usually just ends up really leading to frustration when stuff doesn't go the way that you, that you want it to, or the way you think it will. So just learning to be flexible, learning to kind of, to kind of let go, um, Um, And just accept the way that things are and the new things that come at me.
1: Pretty good answer. (laughs) What do you feel most passionate about?
2: I am a huge proponent of kindness. So I was raised Methodist. And a, a big part of Methodism is, you know, helping out, doing the most good that you can And so that's always been really important to me, just making sure that I am making a positive impact in other people's lives when I can. I really believe in the idea that you never know what someone's going through. And so you have to really show them kindness and show them grace because they might not give it back. Right. They might not be in a good mood. They might not be in a good place, but it's not on me to judge them.
1: That's pretty good answers. I I can't lie about that. (laughs) And what is like the most adventurous thing you've been throughout your life?
2: Oh, um, so I love everything outdoors, so I think probably the, the most adventurous thing I've done is several years ago um, with a, a guy I was dating at the time. We went to Colorado sort of on a whim, didn't have a ton of money. We went out there to rock climb, and we met so many good folks along the way, and I think that was a, a big thing in learning to just uh, sort of that community that I talked about, like learning to trust people, learning to kind of rely on others when you can and acknowledge that people have, like, good intentions at heart, so – we met a lot of cool people along the way, and they really helped make the trip, make it a really good one.
1: And you said you did rock climbing? Yeah. That's not for me. I probably would fall.
2: It takes a minute <laughs> to develop those skills. It can be kind of scary.
1: But... And you said it was in Colorado? Yeah. Um. Actually, I guess none of people know this, but I actually went to Colorado back in 2021 for fall break. I actually got to witness a lot of snow up there, and it was actually pretty amazing. It was cold, and I went up on the gondola to the mountains of Colorado. I never seen so much snow fall. It just happened overnight. It was cold up there, and next morning I wake up, and the whole thing's filled with snow. So it was amazing to see all that.
2: That sounds awesome. Did you go skiing?
1: (laughs) I cannot ski. (laughs) I mean, I cannot ski. I cannot do rock climbing, not any of those winter uh, activities, except for sledding. So Always fun. Who in your life makes you feel like a sense of home?
2: Definitely my dad. Obviously love both my parents dearly, but my dad is my best friend. He's always been someone that I've had a lot in common with. My mom has always said like, you know, oh, you're you are your dad's daughter. So he makes me feel like home no matter where we are. If he comes to visit me in Athens or if I go home to Tennessee, like my dad is is just home to me. He and I again, we have a lot in common. He's the kindest person I know. Um and he welcomes everyone like that. I think he I think he sort of makes everyone feel like home.
1: What are you most thankful for?
2: Oh, I am thankful for A lot of things. If I had to say what I'm most thankful for, it would probably be my family. They are incredibly supportive people. I, as I mentioned, you know, I I was a student forever. I went and got my PhD. And anyone who's a student knows that you can go pretty broke pretty fast. You can fall in some hard times. You don't always, you're not always making the best decisions. Um, And they were there for me no matter what. Throughout that, they, you know, they'll give anyone the shirt off their backs. But they're just incredibly supportive people and I wouldn't be where I am without them.
1: That, that's true facts. I love my family, all my heart and they always believe in me and who knows where I'll be right now if I did not have them as my parents and not becoming this far in college and improving every day on my work. Also tell them about great things have been happening this past year and being at college and It's amazing how I came this far, and I don't want to trade anything for for better things because so far I've been having a blast in college, and I know it's going to be hard in the next few years for me, but I just want to go forth and just put my 100% effort into my work that I'm doing.
2: Yeah, for sure. And there's nothing like a good family that supports you in doing that. People with good families are super, super lucky.
1: Absolutely. And what was your biggest regret in life?
2: Oh, I think my biggest regret in life is as much as I love my family, I regret not kind of getting out there on my own a little bit sooner. Um, I lived with my parents throughout undergrad. It was cheaper to just be a commuter student. And so I wasn't out on my own until I was 21 or 22. And that's been such a, a big, impactful part of my life I, I do regret that I didn't get to experience it a little bit sooner and go out and meet new people and sort of have those experiences on my own a little bit earlier
1: that's some pretty good facts to hear so everybody that was uh, Dr. Hudgens uh if y'all ever come by Swanton Center tell her hey and she'd be more glad to associate with you and Laura I want to thank you for being on the show today and we'll get back to you after this break and enjoy another episode of Under the Tree Talks heads up you need to get on the ball with Matt on Z98.7
3: FM Hosted by myself, Matt Kudrowski. Tune in on Wednesdays from 4.30 to 5 for my thoughts on the latest updates from the pro sports world, as well as an inside look on Piedmont Athletics. You won't want to miss it. Wednesdays at 4.30 on Z98.7 FM, the student-run radio station at Piedmont University. Get on the ball.
0: We are back here with Nathan Boyce, grad student and math major. Welcome, Nathan, to the show.
3: Thank you for having me.
0: First off, just talk to us. A little about how you found God in your life and when that was.
3: So, I mean, I was born and raised in the church. I probably was, I was born on Friday. I was in church on Sunday because my parents. I mean, I've been going my entire life. I was baptized when I was 14 or 15 years old, and I just always was just at church, kind of just the way that it was.
0: Yeah, good stuff there. Of course, I got baptized when I was about, I think, 9, 10. But I do feel like I got baptized a little too early because I did believe in God, but then uh, I kind of fell into sin in high school. And uh, of course, that messed me up. But just talk to me about your journey throughout college and high school.
3: I mean, I would say that I'm kind of in the same boat with when I I got baptized, which I I felt like I got baptized at the right time, but it was... Almost as like it was me trying to to save myself as that was what was going to be what saved me and not just believing in God. I expected everything that I struggled with to just kind of slowly dissipate and go away, and that definitely was not the truth. It actually got much worse throughout uh, high school and early into college, and I'm finally starting to get back into my Christian faith and growing my relationship that I have with God.
0: Yes, I can agree to that, of course. Last year, I started, of course, going to River Point as well. You go to River Point as well. And uh, Mac, who's been on here, he uh, brought us there, and it's been a great journey. Just talk to me how River Point has kind of changed you.
3: Oh, So I actually tested out River Point my freshman year, but it was like I was the only person that went, so it just felt very awkward for me to be going. So I actually enjoyed whenever last year there was a group of us that started to go both on the baseball team but just also another smaller group of people coming from Piedmont that I already knew. So it made me feel a lot more welcome. I didn't feel as awkward. So it actually encouraged me to go back and just being with that group of people that also go to Piedmont and the the community that has formed has really been something that's able to pull me back into my Christian faith and to help influence me on a better path. Nathan, um, just a couple questions I want to ask. Uh, What are you most thankful for? Uh, I'm most thankful for my family. My family means everything to me. I have an amazing support system behind me. I mean, as Whitmer can attest, my parents come to literally just about every single baseball game we play in. We played in California this past year. My dad and my sister flew out. We played in Virginia my freshman year. My mom and my dad both drove to it, and they'll drive to it again this year. Whenever we play in Kentucky, they're at the games. And, I mean, they've just always supported everything that I've done. And not just supporting what I do, they also – my mom – was very big about making sure that I grew up in in church, grew up with a Christian foundation, because she knew that everything else, as the type of person you are, stems from your Christian faith, all your morals, all your values. It just helps me be the the best person
1: that I can be in my life. That's amazing facts to hear. I mean, I'm thankful for my family too. I mean, there's no telling where I'll where I'll be at right now if I do not have a family, and it's amazing to have families, and I just love to be with my family, and also get to see them every day and talk with them. It's a, it's a blessing for me. And what goal do you want to accomplish in the next few years from now?
3: In the next few years, i like to have an established job, for one thing, hopefully not living in my parents' basement. And, uh, I mean, there's so many possibilities of where I could be in the next couple of years, but those are definitely, like, I, I want to kind of move away from home, but I also don't want to be hours away i'm okay with being like an hour or two i don't really want to move across the country because like i said i love my family the support system that i have like if i need anything i want them to be able to be there or if they need anything i want to be able to be there i guess that's kind of my goal is to just have an established career and feel like i'm a an adult finally because i definitely don't feel like that yet
0: yeah i feel the same way sometimes (laughs) of course uh we are both seniors, and we do want to move on with our lives. So, yeah, that would be, uh, of course, cool to get a job right away, which I'm hoping to get, hopefully. But uh, just first talk to me about you. Uh, you do FCA here, right? You're like a—what are you, like a— FCA leadership. Leadership. Okay, yeah. Just talk to me about how you got started with that and how it helps with bringing people here closer to God at Piedmont.
3: Well, I knew in my, uh, in my first three years, I really—FCA was kind of something that wasn't very big on campus, most of the time, I didn't even know when events were. I mean, I was I was a part of it in high school, knew that it was here, but I didn't really know when anything was ever happening. So I remember the first event that they had my senior year, which was the Pancake Night, and they asked, they like, if anyone's interested in being a leadership, please join, especially guys. We need guys, which was very true, because there was two at that point. I knew that I wanted to try and help reach other people as well, and to not only reach other people, but also just grow FCA on the Piedmont campus because, I mean, like I said, the, the first three years of being here, it just really wasn't a thing. And I could tell that there were people that were invested in making it something that was going to actually manifest and become something. So I wanted to be as at least as a small part of that as I, if I could be, because I just knew that it would be something that would be beneficial to everyone that's around me.
0: Yes, amen to that. Of course, I have been to FCA a couple times. I'll be honest, I haven't been a lot. But yeah, of course, I've been trying to go to FCA more, and baseball is super busy. And schoolwork also sucks because I have to have time management to get my week, whatever, comfortable. But uh, last question, just talk to me how you kind of relate God into baseball.
3: Well, I know the, uh, the baseball Bible study that we had last week, my Bible verse that i Provided because we all came with our own Bible verses to just kind of like a life verse or just something that we've studied the past week was Colossians 3.17, which talks about whatever you're doing to do it to the best of your ability and to do it as if you were doing it for god so i try to approach just about everything in my life with that and baseball being something that i try to approach like that i don't want to be giving half effort when i know that i should be doing it like i'm doing it for god i should be playing as if i'm playing for god i need to be playing with the passion that i try to play with i hope that other people think that i play with the passion yeah
0: i can agree to that of course showing your full effort is really good especially for, like, the underclassmen to see what the older guys do. Like, we're both seniors, so they see what we do, and just showing that we believe in God. And, yeah, just whatever, providing that guide to the underclassmen and just how Mac has kind of, like you were saying with the Bible study, Mac has really provided a home to a lot of people, like, who, of course, probably didn't believe in God at first, but now he's brought in almost... I would say like a third of the team. Do you agree?
3: Probably a third of the team, at least, at the Bible studies.
0: Yeah, about a third of the team. And some of the guys who weren't there to begin with have now shown up and they're like there every day. So it's nice to see that. That will conclude this interview with Nathan. Nathan, thank you for joining us.
3: Thank you for having me.
0: And after this break, where we share our thoughts on this episode.
2: Looking for a radio show? Well, I know a really good one, and it's... Tune in to Wake Up with... J Ray and A B every Friday morning at nine sharp for the latest world news, celebrity gossip, and the hottest hip hop and R and B hits you could ever ask for. So be sure to check out Wake Up every Friday morning only on WPCZ LP FM, Dimmers Z ninety eight point seven FM, the student run radio station at Piedmont University.
0: Welcome back to the show. Of course, on this portion, we will share our thoughts, give a devotion, and share a daily Bible verse. Two great interviews so far with Nathan and Dr. Hudgens, of course, talking about good experience that they went through. Of course, Dr. Hudgens mentioned getting out in the world, of course, being proactive and meeting new people, bringing light to them and all that, which I thought was really cool.
1: I think it's amazing how they gave out some good words for us and even Dr. Hudgens telling about how her family has made a big impact on her life and how she's most thankful for that and I think it's amazing how it's what I feel like every person in this world has a family and I think it's God has given them a great chance to keep parents that they love so much and when when she was talking about her family and how parents was like a big part of her life it makes me feel good and because I feel like that's what everybody needs and I feel like that's amazing to hear from her and also tell about what she's most passionate about because right now her because I feel like she's a great teacher and I think we're very blessed to have her around here at Piedmont.
0: Yes, she is a great teacher. Of course, very eloquent in her speaking, as we heard earlier in the show, of course, sharing her thoughts. And yeah, family is really important. Like she said, some people in the world don't always have families. Of course, you have loss or you just kind of move away from your families like you stop talking to them, which is, uh, of course, really hard. And I never want to experience that. Because my family means the world to me, and they've done so much for me. And you never take anything for granted because anything can happen to them or uh, just y'all's relationship. So just remember that. But now we will get into the verse of the day, which is Psalms 96.9. Worship the Lord in the splendor of His holiness. Tremble before Him all the earth. Saints, share what that means to you.
1: Well, reading this verse just means worship the Lord. We want to bow down for Him. Because he's a king of all kings, and he's the only person we should be bowing down to. Because I know we should be talking about this on the show, but the devil is out there, and he's there everywhere, and trying to get people to follow him, but we don't want that to happen. Because the Lord made us wonderfully made, and the devil does not want to be in your soul, because if he takes over your body, then you're probably going to be in great danger. I don't think you're going to be living a long life if you're going to be worshiping the devil. Because he's out there, like I said. No one's going to see it, but he's going to be coming in there just like that. Like, you never know what's going to happen. But if we bow down to the Lord, he's going to bless us for everything we do. We pray every night before we go to bed. Wake up the next morning. It's a brand new day because everybody should be glad that they wake up the next day because one day we're not going to be waking up that next day, and hopefully everyone will be waking up to a big shining light that will be so beautiful, no one can ever take their eyes off it, because it's like an almighty golden prize that we want to have in our lives, and we want to chase after that.
0: Yes, amen. Like you said, prayer, a very key word in scripture. Of course, praying to the Lord is always key, and Of course, falling to sin, like you said, the devil is always out there. He wants you to fail and fall to sin and make mistakes. And of course, the Lord is with us. And just know you can always pray to him, speak to him, whatever it may be. Read the Bible, learn his word, and he will always be with you. So just know that. So know you are not alone. And if you are falling to temptations and other bad things, just look to God. God is always the answer. He will always be the answer. Just know that. And yes, people who don't always feel that God is there... Those are the people that fall to the temptations and sin because they don't believe that He is there for you or doing these things of course bad things happen and he will always have a plan for you just know that and when bad things happen some people just kind of turn away from him because they think oh that uh it's him putting a bad thing in our life and everyone says oh he only does good things but he just always has a plan for you and uh death is a part of life and just know that because loss is one of the hardest things to get over if especially for a loved one or close one to you. So just know that prayer is always the answer to whatever you're going through. But with that, Zane will lead us in the daily devotion.
1: Through, we are free to look for satisfaction anywhere we choose. Fullness of joy is found only in God's presence.
0: Yes, a very good, powerful statement there. But with that, that will conclude our fifth episode with Under the Tree Talks here. Thank you all for listening. And if y'all would like to come in and join us, and of course we do have two interviews, so just reach out, let us know if you want to be on the show. We'll talk to y'all and y'all can share us your stories just about what you're going through or what uh, life really means to you. Y'all can reach out to us with the Piedmont email. And also... Nathan Boyce had mentioned to me, FCA is hosting a worship night on Monday, October 16th here at the amphitheater. So it'd be great for a lot of people to come out and see just the word of God move through them. But thank you all for listening and we hope to hear from you all. Thank you for listening to Under the Tree Talks with Zane and James. New shows are uploaded at 11 a.m. each Friday morning. So be sure to come back next Friday for another exciting edition of Under the Tree Talks with Zayn and James.